3: Always follow
1: the, follow, the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly
5: Howard on Vsin download the free OddsTrader.com app. Compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks. Access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. Great site. Thanks to Alexander for your support. Get up there. Compare those sportsbook sign-up bonuses, and in-game tracking tools at OddsTrader.com.
2: Trying to connect. Right now with uh, Map Escursion from Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN and MLB Network. Uh, in the meantime, recapping what took place last night on Monday Night Football. Impressive win by the Cowboys. I mean, if you think about what happened so far this year with the Eagles, and look, a lot of questions three weeks in, right? Like, how bad could the Falcons be? Yeah. And then how bad could the Giants be? Because the Falcons went to New York and beat them on Sunday. But the Eagles, I watched a lot of that game because, dummy me, I had the Falcons in a survivor pool in week one. And, you know, when it's 15-6, I'm like, What was I doing? Going to war with Matt Ryan and this new rookie coach? Oh, bad job by me. But the Eagles looked awesome in week one. They held their own against the 49ers last week. And then last night, man, the Cowboys looked solid against that team. They really did. And by by the way, I I owe uh, Zeke an apology. Ezekiel Elliott looked fantastic last night. And I said, I think after week one, that I wanted nothing to do with him in fantasy this year. I was in like six leagues. I'm in six (laughs) leagues. I was there sitting with him. Like, available in plenty of those um, leagues, and I'm like, I'm not taking him. I would go Tyreek
5: Hill or another running back over him every single time. Oh, Pollard's good, too. I mean, who do, who do I stop? I got the one-two punch. Schultz has a big game. They hit Lamb deep for 44 yards. They got it all working. You know? How hey. about that throw on? It was incomplete, but how about the throw and almost the catch on the sideline? Who is that, Wilson? That I play in was Edson? Wilson. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yep. But, again, if they can get stops and, and Quinn's doing an excellent job, they're scary. And I'm talking about deep playoff runs, scary, even though the buffoon with McCarthy, uh, what he did before halftime was just a travesty as well. But you're right, this is why it's so difficult about the NFL early on, although apparently, if you're one guy here in the contest who's 15 and0, uh, it's not a problem. He has the answers to the test. I did do that ATS. But they, they kind of fooled me because they looked so good in the first half against the 49ers, and the defense has been playing well. But I get uh, Dallas is legit, no doubt about it. This offense is scary, and that, that's the other thing. I mean, they're, they're right there. I know the, the four turnovers kept them in the game, but they, they could have knocked off uh, Tampa to start on the Thursday night game. And, and by the way, he, here's what they
2: can do offensively. And, they, can, they you know, Kellen Moore, good job with the play calls, and then Dak in week mm-hmm. one, you know, he didn't like what he saw with the running plays. So we you know, audibled out and called a passing plays a bunch against the Buccaneers. But they can, they're so versatile on offense, Paulie, they can actually go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady and have Dak throw it 57 times or whatever it was in that game because they have incredible wide receivers. Also, on the flip side, if they just they have a really good offensive line and look at the weapons they have when Zeke plays like he did last night and Tony Pollard, where you know we've been making the case that Pollard might be better than Zeke at this point. Well, who cares? They're both awesome right now. Mm-hmm. And then they still have to fall back on, I can throw it to C.D. Lamb, who's going to be a matchup nightmare against you know, like 90% of cornerbacks in the league, then Amari Cooper on the other side, and look at how well the tight ends are playing so far. So they can slice and dice you to death over three hours. The problem for me getting there with a deep playoff run is the head coach. I'm sorry, but he's going to be pitted up against other, you know, a McVay in the postseason. If he has to go against, you know, Bruce Arians in the postseason, some of these other guys in the NFC, I don't like their chances because Mike, he's going to, it's going to be a matchup. That will be a coaching mismatch to the other side in almost every single game. Enormous.
5: Yes. Well, look at last week. That's a how big is that scoreboard that they have? And, and up at that so fi I, I got blocked. I couldn't see the scoreboard. I got what? Yeah. What are you talking about? And how they handled the clock there on that final drive and settled for the fifty-six-yard field
2: goal. Yeah. Is is the jumbotron it's, at Jerry's roll not big enough? Did he not yeah. see the clock again last night? Give me a break. Again, go. if you go back and look at that with the time winding down before halftime, and here's another thing. The Eagles were getting the ball at halftime. I couldn't believe it. So well, okay. Lombardi lost his mind on Twitter. He sure. wasn't the only one. Peyton Manning on the Manning cast oh, lost his mind. Good for him. Which was awesome. Yes. That was great. I, and, and go I like, back and look at the ref who comes over and says, do you want to take the timeout? And he's like, nah, we're good. He we're walks good. away. And he walks away. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a smirk on
5: his face. I've like, never seen that before. Uh, I can't recall it. It's second and forever. It's third and forever. There's plenty of time. He got two timeouts with a great offense. I'm good. And Philly gets the ball. Philly's getting the (laughs) ball. Again, wipe out what you Uh, saw happen
2: last night when the Eagles had that pick six to begin the third quarter. If they go down, march down the field and score a touchdown, it's a one-possession game. You know, he's gotten bailed out. By by both decisions, Greg Deleg hit that bomb mm -hmm. from way downtown against the Chargers when he couldn't see the scoreboard. Biggest scoreboard built in the
5: history of, you know, mankind. You said it earlier, though. He's all over the place. He goes for it fourth and goal from the three where you kick the field goal. You go up 16 there with 11 minutes, and they need two touchdowns and two two, two two-pointers. Right. It worked out, and then he doesn't go for two. And then his decision before the end of the half. I don't know. Remember last year, he faked the punt like his own 20 on 4th and forever. Yeah, that was like 4th and ten. And so, I think on Thanksgiving yeah. Day. And I love Fossil, who's very good at his job as a special teams guy, but he yeah. is all over the place with what he's doing. Know the situation, know the
2: time, right? Know the entire circumstances involved in the game. Give me an example, and we did not touch on this yesterday. And I forgot about it, so that's on me. But Matt LaFleur really loves kicking field goals, doesn't he? NFC title game yeah. against the Buccaneers. He's had an 8-point game to a 5-point game for whatever reason. Sunday night, there's 2.43 on the clock. They have a three-point lead. It's a fourth and four from the San Francisco 20-yard line. Nope. Let's kick the field goal to go up by six. Okay, so, and I saw, I read a great breakdown on Pro Football Focus yesterday. Kicking a field goal in the fourth quarter in that type of situation to go up by six does you basically no good. Perfect example for those of you who might uh, recall this game, last year Carolina on the road against Minnesota. And how, how Carolina completely blew that game. And they screwed up the final two minutes. They kicked the field goal. If they go forward and score a touchdown, it's over with it. That's mm-hmm. the ball game. Now nope, gave Minnesota like a minute 54 on the clock. They came back and won.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I would not. Go, go for it. Fourth and short like that, go for it. Put the game away. How about the Bill Barnwell tweets about what's ahead now for the Giants and these horrible numbers? Oh. Giants are 0-3. Per FPI, they played the fourth easiest schedule so far. They will play the toughest schedule from here on out. Oh, boy. Hide the women and children. Mara's getting booed at halftime with the Eli ceremony. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at this. He says, well, I would boo too. I mean, it's every year how bad this organization is. Every year they start 0-2. Six of the last seven years they missed the playoffs. It's a debacle. And, And the other thing with the Clapper, there was plenty of this on Twitter about put Romo in the Hall of Fame now because he had to put up with Garrett for all those years. Since they hired Garrett as their O.C., 32nd in yards to go on third down, 31st in points per game, 31st in explosive pass plays, 30th in points per drive, 28th in yards per play. Oh, God. I mean, you can't put all of that on Danny Dimes.
2: No, oh, I mean, at some point, just... people are going to have to realize, like, the guy should not be coaching anywhere in the NFL. And I've said this forever. Certain, certain guys are meant to be a coordinator, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, I think, you know, North Turner, Tur- North Turner comes to mind. He was a tremendous offensive coordinator. Why he kept trying to be a head coach and why teams tried to go, you know, back to the well with him, it made no sense to me. Not a good head coach. Wade Phillips, awesome defensive coordinator, not a very good head coach. There's nothing wrong. In fact, I would be proud to be one of the best coordinators on offense or defense in the entire world to actually, you know, drum it up wherever I go. But if you're a bad head coach, don't do it again. And don't, don't try to rehire these guys.
5: Yep. I have an apology. I have to apologize to the audience. And I know we've been uh, hardcore here and with the football as we should be the last couple months. But as I tell management and I tell the audience, I, I don't care if it's Russian ping pong. If you have someone on or find something that, that you can make money and hit 70%, no, Jimmy Crack Corn. The audience doesn't care. People just want winners and people want to make money. And we saw that when we went back with hockey and put this show on the map with the first period overs with Chicago and Tampa Bay in the fall of the Money All tickets cash the same. Yeah, exactly right. Now, I only mentioned this a few times, and I should have been stronger on this, like we were with the Phoenix Suns to win the division in Thibodeau for Coach of the Year. Come in and pound it and say, this is a mistake, this doesn't make any sense, this is going to happen, Suns, 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 or Thibodeau. I want to say it because I'm going to forget, but Carrasco pitches Saturday. It's his final start. Carrasco, Carlos Carrasco, has made 11 starts on the season. He's allowed a run in the first inning in 10 of them. And a lot of times, this is plus money. Not to mention, you got the other two. So There's so many different ways you can bet this. The opponent to, uh, to win the first inning. Will there be a run scored in the first inning? Sure. Will, 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 will the Mets score? I mean, there's so many. Because like Sunday, Lindor hit a home run for the Mets. But then Carrasco gave up a two-run shot to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But this guy, this is ridiculous. This is an ATM. So he pitches Saturday. It's the last time. I should have been stronger on it. Eleven starts on the season, Carrasco has allowed a run in the first inning in ten of oh, them. Go this, get it! Go this, get it, Seth. This goes back to the summertime, summer apathy was taking place
2: when I found out about this Keegan Akin. Right, third Able, right, Baltimore Orioles. Right, it's July and August, and you know we used to bet against Matt Harvey. Like every, it was like National Matt Harvey Day betting against him, and then he started to clean it up a little bit. But yet, other pitchers were just as bad, if not worse. And they were kind of surpassing him as the worst guys on that entire staff. Like, well, why are these guys so bad? What's happening? And you dig in, you find out that the third inning for Keegan Aiken his ERA was twenty five. <laughs> it's like, well, what is it? seriously? So you uh-huh. can bet this uh-huh. stuff right. in play Same and play it, right? And it worked out like three or four starts in a row. And then once the guy starts to improve, you get off the you get off that angle. And it was just
5: plus money galore with some of this well, stuff. Big payouts yes. Right remember the first time I mentioned it, like the Marlins were plus 245 to lead at the end of the first inning. And they did. It was 2-1. Yeah, yeah. But this is oh, gift that keeps on giving, Carrasco. All
2: right. It's so followed the money here on vsin the sports betting network. Uh, we have a new audience all the time. And uh, for those of you that are into podcasting, that's one of the best ways that you can access this show. If you can't watch it live every single day, if you can't listen every single day for the entire three hours, we get it difficult to do. But you can go find us. Uh, look at VSIN Best Bets, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can take in this show and all of the shows on VSIN. Up next, we will get into some uh, future odds in the NFL, some of the awards. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year. Very intriguing three weeks into the season. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Follow the money on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VCN free trial today. Get full access to our sports betting experts. 24-7 video streaming daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentage on every game. Full access to VCN.com data analysis. Everything we have to offer, $22 a month. Sign up now, VCN.com slash subscribe. Just $22 a month. Giddy up. Why don't we uh, take a peek at the odds to win
2: Offensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and some of this other uh, stuff, futures in the NFL, Paulie. And I'll say this about the Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's actually kind of a good thing that all of these first-round quarterbacks don't look good right now. Yes. I mean, Mac Jones through two weeks, people would tell you that he was the runaway guy, looked the best out of all of them. Well, after three weeks, I would tell you that uh, maybe he wins the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm holding 10-1 to 1 on Mac Jones. Do I feel confident about it today? Not really. So that can open up the door for some of these non-quarterbacks to make a b- big run at an award like this. And, you know, Jamar Chase, he was, I cannot wait to see what Circa reopens today because he was 20-1 to 1 pretty much the entire time. And I don't think they were getting much, um, I don't think they're getting any
5: bites on that. He'll score again Thursday. No. Oh. It's going against Jacksonville. Yeah. They give up 24 before they get out of bed. It's because of the I mean, preseason stuff. Sure. That people weren't betting him. But now sure. four touchdowns
2: already. But yeah, you're right. If he scores a fifth one, I mean, he moved immediately on Sunday down to like, I saw plus 350 was the lowest number that I saw on Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, if a quarterback's going to win it, I, ha- I took some long shots. One of them is Davis Mills at 300 to 1. He's like 50 to 1. I don't know if this Tyrod Taylor injury is something. And. I'm clinging on to that one two-minute drive that he had against Carolina. But if somehow, some way he can put points on the board yeah. against Buffalo and they let him actually go out there and open it up, I don't know.
5: I mean, does 300-1 sound silly right now with the way these other quarterbacks are playing? Mac will be fine. He'll put up good numbers. Uh, they've had a tough schedule to start, too. You know, uh, say what you want about Wilson. The Jets have a pretty good defense. But the other thing, that loss against Miami, you've got to win that game. Silly fumbles. But they move the ball. Miami's got a good defense as well. I can't. The other thing, Harris is going to put up big numbers, too. That's the next I was going go to go to. If they can get the running game going somehow, some way, and he can get more touches. I mean, they're, they're throwing him the ball 20 times a game. So, I mean, Harris could possibly get there, too, and have a big year. God, if Canada and, and Ben can, can work this out, and Ben can finally, it's probably over. But if Ben can get back to where he was, well, it probably news. hasn't happened. But still, I mean, there's, there's hope there for, for Harris. To me, I don't care it's early. I'm drawing a line through pits. Oh, so are, I. are you going to throw, them so ball? throw them the ball? Throw yeah. him the ball. Ben, probably done. I know it's over for Matt Ryan. Yes. It's over. It's been over. He's running, it's the shot put out there. Oh, he's throwing it's unfortunate.
2: The ball. He's uh, guiding it. Yep. Yeah. Of all that, we're going to look back at that 2021 draft and say, my God, what happened at number four? What had, maybe what happened at number three and number four? Pitt's going to the Falcons when they need a quarterback. Now we're going to take this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, but you're right. This might be the last week. Where you can get Najee Harris at a number like 12 to 1. And I know he was recently 18 to 1, whatever. They're taking on a Green Bay defense. And I know Big Ben, it does not, it's not pretty, but this Green Bay defense can be had. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think maybe they can actually run on the defense a little bit this week. If not, he's probably going to get targeted again eight, right. nine, 10
5: times. Well, I don't know. I can't do anything with Coach of the Year. It's, just, it's, going, it's a roller coaster so far. I mean, look no further than Staley, who came into the season as the favorite right and then they lose that game to Dallas and they have the big win in Kansas City so his odds uh, jo- and then look at Peyton Peyton went from what 35 to 1 and then down to like 14 to 1 then back the up loss, after the loss and, and then they beat the Patriots so that that's See, all over the joint it's right now
2: again which team is going to emerge as like where is it real you called the raiders overrated a little bit earlier and maybe they only win you know 9 games on the year and miss out the on the playoffs john Gruden's 14 to 1 right now if they win again like if they would somehow compete for this division and win like 11 games, God, dare I say 12? I'm better, off,
5: I'm, I'm better off with car MVP, I think. Okay. I'd rather do that, because I think he's going to put up monster numbers. There's a good chance he's going to lead the league in passing yards. The other thing, these networks are so bad. You called it Friday. The Rams won, so now the Rams are the best team, and Stafford's the MVP on all the talking edge. Okay. Yeah. Very predictable, guys. Yeah. Uh, Great I, content.
2: I, I honestly don't think it's... I don't like to really discuss the MVP until... We have a little bit more, you know, data to go on and more games under our belt.
5: Three games in, it's awfully early, but well, it, because there's going to be like nine quarterbacks Of course, of course I know, yeah, very, of course, but guess what? If Arizona can steal one Sunday, watch out, because Murray's the favorite at some spots. Very good point. If Arizona can go into L.A. and win that game, it's on. And it, this kid, I mean, this kid's putting up video game numbers. Right. If he can win that game and exercise the demons and beat McVay, well, what but, are those odds? What about? if it goes the other way? And what if what
2: Is if the he, Cardinals what okay. if the Cardinals defense ha, they have no solution for Stafford and it's uh-huh. you know, three hundred twelve yeah. yards and four more touchdowns? Yeah, you can probably kiss wherever he's at right now goodbye, and he's going to be done probably like three to one. Again, there's like when when there's a preseason narrative, and it starts off that way, it's only going to get driven down even more. Um, Mike McCarthy's twenty five to one. I would, I I honestly don't even know what my reaction would be if he would win uh, Coach of the Year. We don't have to
5: worry about it. Yeah.
2: Fangio's ten to one. Matt Rule. Uh, that's another good candidate to win that award. Big game Sunday.
5: Yeah. Uh, updated division odds. Yep, Tampa minus 250, adjusted odds to win the division. Saints are 4 to 1, Panthers plus 550. At Bet Rivers, the Packers are $4 to win the North, Vikings plus 350. I bet the Rams yesterday at plus money to win the West. Okay. I took that. They're plus 125. Eh, where are you at with the 49ers? Eh. Uh, not I mean, as high as I was in the yeah. preseason. Playoff team, yeah, but I, I think the Rams are better than the 49ers. Seattle's six to one now. You mentioned earlier Tennessee five dollars to win the South. Colts are four to one. Bills are up to four fifty to win the East. Patriots are six to one. Miami's plus six fifty. Ravens plus one hundred five to win the North. Browns plus one thirty five. Mm. Bengals eight to one. Steelers twelve to one. That's the team. You know we forgot to mention that earlier on. Shame
2: on me. The Bengals are the team at eight to one. Can you make a case for Cincinnati at that number, knowing what we know right now three games into the season? Steelers are not going to be players this year the way it appears. Um, are the Ravens a little fugazi? Well,
5: I wouldn't say, well, because not fugazi, but the injuries. You, you, how can you overcome all this? It's also. All these guys on defense and what you lost. You, I know the running backs aren't the be-all, end-all, but yeah. it's has a cluster. It's, it's a cluster a, of injuries.
2: And again, at some point, like, the record speaks for itself, and it probably is who you really are. You can make the case. Could have, would have, should have. Again, and I know people hate
5: that, but Ravens could be zero and three. They could be three and zero. AFC West: Chiefs still one twenty-five, minus one twenty-five. Denver plus three fifty. Raiders four to one. Excuse me. Chargers four to one. Raiders no respect. See So I'm overrated. Raiders plus six fifty to win the division. Three and zero. No respect. You I, I want to get huge game Monday night. Big game. Yeah,
2: and uh, you know last night was supposed to be a, a good game as well, or a big game. Didn't turn out that well, but the Monday night schedule now... Well,
5: I'd be surprised if Monday was a blowout.
2: Well, no, me too, me too. But, you know, again, on paper last night, that was a good game. Mm -hmm. And a big game. Didn't turn out that way. On paper, on Monday night, same thing. So the Monday Monday night schedule has been going downhill for a long time, I guess is my point. And now it looks like, anyway, going into these games, I want to find a number on the Chiefs to miss the playoffs. Do we have that? Can that happen? That's got to be available. Yes, it is, actually. Um, I'll find it here for you coming up in a second. I have so many concerns about their
5: defense and the Seahawks defense. They have to cut out the turnovers too. I mean, how the things have changed, right? Two weeks ago, Mahomes had never lost in September. The Chiefs had won like what is it, sixteen in a row in September. Mahomes had never thrown an interception in September, and it was a thirty-five to zero touchdown INT ratio. Now they've dropped two in a row. He's thrown interceptions. They're turning the ball over. Chiefs on the no right now plus three sixty.
2: No playoffs. I think they win, and I think they look just tremendous coming up on Sunday. How about the Seahawks minus 140 to miss? That's all it is? Minus 140 to miss the playoffs. Oh, I like that. Again, I think this is the year they're going to be. That's a seven-win like that. team. I, I'll, wow. go, I'll go, go you one further. we got to find some of these books will put up running in-season win totals. Mm-hmm. Like if you can find a, a big number on the Seahawks to go under that right now, that would be intriguing to me. we
5: got it. We got to catch up. We're so far behind the times in Nevada. We've got to catch up. Mm. How about what that viewer tweeted us yesterday? The guy had a he had an Ertz anytime touchdown. It's a parlay. Ertz anytime touchdown. Eagles defensive touchdown. Schultz anytime touchdown. Right. I, I try and, that out here. They look at me like I was abducted by aliens. Well you tried get- I ask asked for a two-team parlay, no defensive special teams touchdown. They goes, nah, I can't do it. I have computers, all this. I, they can't put a it's incredible what they have in other places. Mm. The guy puts it paid like eleven thousand dollars.
2: Oh, I found uh, regular season wins right now. At DraftKings Cowboys are nine and a half. You got to play. You got to pay minus one seventy-five to the over. So one hundred seventy-five bucks pays hundred. Where are you at, Seattle? Where are you at, Seahawks? Nine and a half. Oh, give me that. I want under nine and a half in the Seahawks right now. I don't think they're a ten-win team this year. I think they lose again on Sunday to the 49ers. Well,
5: that's a great thing about the AFC and NFC West. Stacked. Top to bottom. Oh, no doubt. Top to bottom. The two best divisions in football. Right. I mean, going in. that Arizona's supposed to be the worst team in that division? Going in? Are the and Chiefs, what they did to Tennessee on the road? I'll give you another one. Are the Chiefs winning 12 games? I can't see it. Not with that defense. Well, no.
2: under 11.5 right now is plus 110.
5: hmm Remember, the Raiders played them tough last year. Raiders went there and beat them could and almost them. had the... Almost. Oh, could, could have swept Could, them. could have swept could them. Swept the yeah. Yes, right. You yep. already, already lose at home with the Jardim. All right. The slate in college football this weekend
2: is straight fire. Can we find common ground and an underdog to win outright? We'll discuss next
1: VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Before you make your uh, next bet, be sure to visit vsyn.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSEN is here to make sure you're a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Uh, I love Saturday's college football, uh, the betting card. I've made a couple of bets already. No doubt I will make some more. Um, the biggest games on the slate. And by the way, like everything's early. The, of, the, of the marquee games, yes. right. Everything's like early. Um, Arkansas plays at Georgia. Matt Humans was on the show about 45 minutes ago. Uh, he made the case for Arkansas, plus 19, Paulie, That number is still available. It's around 18.5
5: or 19. you co-sign that? Nah. Georgia's a freight train right now. I don't want to get in front of Georgia. And it's a bad spot for Arkansas. If you finally beat a and you had lost, what, 10 in a row to them? Nah. There I, I can't do it. There's a pretty damn good chance that Georgia is the
2: best team in the country. That's right. And that teams are going to be able to essentially do nothing on offense the entire
5: year. Right. Oh. Also, Oklahoma takes on K-State. Kleiman's a hell of a coach. They've got him before as a big dog. Sure. The, the way Rattler's playing and struggling in this Oklahoma offense. I mean, life and death at home to beat West Virginia and Tulane. Now, they, lost, they stubbed their toe last week going to, Oklahoma, going to Stillwater against Oklahoma State. But they're catching a lot of points. I could see that game being close in the fourth quarter too. It's a big number.
2: And the total is fifty two and a half. Um mm-hmm. okay, so if this number and again, by the way, on Sunday for a very short amount of time, the Cincy number at Notre Dame did reach three. It's two and a half. If it gets back to three, I don't know if it's going to. If it does, would you take the Irish at home?
5: I'm already yeah, I'm already on the Irish. I'm taking it, oh, yeah. I'm taking yeah. Uh, now am I gonna Kenny White talked about it I don't think you'd be able to get three, but I'll take Are you doing money line? Yeah, yeah, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's gonna win the game. I was now the spot, again you're talking about the spot and Cincinnati off a of bye and what Notre Dame has to go through with this tough part of the schedule. Where now you got you go Wisconsin, Cincinnati, then there's Tech and North Carolina and USC coming up, and all these teams are off a of bye. I was Ritter's a very good quarterback and in the Heisman conversation but I can't get past that Indiana performance. I mean, that's a game you have circled when the schedule comes out, and you know this is your opportunity. And it's Indiana and Notre Dame back-to-back, and you come out flat, and the only reason you were in the game in the first half was because of of Indiana beating themselves with turnovers and red zone issues. And I couldn't believe they gave up that many points, and Indiana moved it like that on them. The other thing that concerns me is, is coaching here. And no doubt Kelly's an unbelievable coach. Well, Fickle's a good coach, too, but the moment could be a little bit too big. And here's what I mean by that. We saw a lot of times in March Madness, you have a great coach. What was the guy's name at, at Belmont? Bird? Bird? Mm. Rick, so- I remember, whatever his name was. The guy started calling timeouts, and he was over-coaching when Belmont was ready to beat Duke, and the moment got too big. The moment was too big last year for Fickle against George in the bowl game. He got conservative, and then it's third down, and he's passing when he he's running, and George is short on timeouts. And he, he got away from, from common sense and what they were doing Playing uh, strategy and using the clock, and it was a ridiculous last two minutes from a coaching standpoint. And why Cincinnati blew that game against Georgia. So I give Notre Dame the coaching ed, uh, coaching edge, and also with the game being at home. But this, the, I, this at some point it has to catch up with them. That you're playing this tough schedule, and everyone you plays off a of bye. Sure, but that doesn't have to be this week. Not right? No. Uh, I, mean, I think they beat them. I was very. I just. I didn't like. There was also a kickoff return in that Indiana game for Cincinnati. Yes. Right. Right.
2: They probably should have lost the game. Kelly does this almost every single year at Notre Dame. Somehow some way you look up oh my God, Notre Dame's where in the rankings. Top 10 again. They have one loss or zero losses. They can make the playoff one more time. So uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on this. I think they win the game, and plus 105 on the money line as of right now, I think is the way to go. I can't get there with Wisconsin. I'll watch the game. I don't have a bet on it. I, I could see this game being 20 to 13. And it's just an absolute slugfest, and nothing happens on offense with either team. The old missed number. I wanted to bet the over. I did right away when it opened up at 77 and a half. Moved to 80. Came back down. Now it's back up to 79 and a half or 80. And I never grabbed the 20. And I had an opportunity to do it, and I did not do it. Now it's 15. It's still you know north of two touchdowns, so you can grab all those points. I haven't bet it yet. Don't know if I'm going to. I think I'm just going to ride with the over in this game. And then some other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we disagree with this. Uh, I bet Maryland plus four against Iowa.
5: I don't think they'll be able to move the ball. I love this Iowa defense. Ooh,
2: I, I, actually, I think there's going to be points on both sides in this game. I All think right. This, yeah. Um, how about this for an upset alert? Could Syrac- Syracuse can't beat Florida State? Florida State's lane five in this game?
5: They haven't won a game.
2: Seminoles are just going to go there and cover yep. this
5: and win by a touchdown or more that against Syracuse? A, that was a nice win Friday to beat Liberty. And how do you lay this with Clemson? You can't do it. Their offense is broken. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a little controversial and, and, and people losing their minds, and right It's an interesting discussion, but I completely disagree with the uh, odds makers and that, well yeah, sure, Clemson has a lot of talent. Their defense is awesome, but they're broken on offense. And I don't care how much talent they have. At some point, results and the scores have to matter. They can't be in the top 10. They can't be in the top 15. They just, well, if they play tomorrow. Well, they don't play tomorrow. That's not how it works. And you're telling me if Clemson played NC State again, you would take Clemson? I, I wouldn't. No, I would not. And I mean, I look, and BC and- is playing well. And they had the big win against Missouri. So at some point, yeah, they'll probably figure it out on offense. But until that happens, I don't know how you get to the window and say, I'll like more than two touchdowns with Clemson. No, I can't do it. The, the, the offense,
2: again, people just automatically assume that this is Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. The new kid at quarterback, and everything's going to be fine with their wide receivers, and it's not. And the offensive line, they were really bad against Georgia, and that's going to be a problem for a lot of the year, and I like, I, I bet Boston College plus 16, I, I mean, put it this way, are we going to be stunned on Monday coming back here t- talking about another Clemson loss? I'm not going to be. I don't care what the, the point spread right now is that big, and the money line, you get a huge return right now on BC, who had very high preseason expectations, right. and a lot of bettors were, you know, in Paul favor Stone of might, this team? He wasn't, just, he wasn't the only one. That's A lot right, of people right. were high on Boston of, College well, this was, year. Yeah, they were also high on Texas San Antonio. Now, now their opponent from last week. You want to talk about the ultimate letdown spot for college kids. Right. After what NC State did at home to win an overtime, they're laying... T- I, I bet Law Tech yesterday plus 20.
5: Well, Law Tech went to uh, Miss State. I know you, you don't always do this, and maybe you shouldn't, but Law Tech went to Miss State and had them down 20 in the fourth quarter. Yep. And, and Miss State beat NC State. So, They lost that game by
2: a point. That is a bad spot. They lost to SMU by two points in a shootout, Mm. 39-37. I think uh, almost three touchdowns in this game. Very generous. Do
5: you think Nevada can win at Boise? Big game. Huge game. I love their talent. I love their quarterback and strong. We've talked about their wide receiver for two years now. Uh, This is not the same Boise team, especially from an offensive standpoint. That was a nice win to slow down Utah State and win. Uh, last week, but they get shut out at home against Oklahoma State? I think the Vatican move it on them. And that's too many points. I think so, too. And they're not invincible anymore on the Smurf turf where they used to be an ATS yep. machine, and that's not happening. Fresno's the best team in that conference, though.
2: Well, how about the get-out game featuring Fresno Saturday night? They play at Hawaii.
5: And yeah, they're, they're laying
2: think... 10. You can find 10.5 right now if you want Hawaii.
5: Nah, cause what happened Friday, I think they'll be ready. They, they were 30-point favorite against UNLV. And they almost lost the game. One by eight. I, you, I think the better angle might be just to go with the over. Yes, with these, yes. Uh, co-sign
2: on that one. 61 and a half. These Hawaii games keep going over. Yes. Yep. You can fight. 63s on the board right now. You can still shop around and find 61 and a half. Hawaii 41-21 last week. They played in a, uh, a low-scoring game against San Jose State. But the Oregon State game was 45-27. The Portland State game was super high-scoring. Fresno can get involved in the track meet as well. I think sixty one and a half is a good number to play the over on in that game.
5: It is a loaded schedule with so many important games, as you pointed out. They all, a lot of them are early. I'm surprised by that. I can't believe the Alabama game's not in prime time. Aren't you? I'm shocked. Well, I, by I that. mean, going back, if
2: you would ask me in, in August when this game's going to be played, I would probably mm-hmm. tell you five thirty at night or five o'clock, uh, you know, Pacific time. Yeah. Uh, what do you want from your sports book? Great odds, daily personalized promotions. How about a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security? Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, you get great odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. Looking to bet big? PointsBet Diamond Club is an invite only premier betting experience. Visit pointsbet.com to request access and start earning Diamond Club benefits like personalized promotions and exclusive access to tickets and events. Sign up for PointsBet today and live your bet life. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21-plus. Gambling problem call. 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. We are expected to hear from Matt Baskersian coming up next. Voice of Sunday Night Baseball, also on MLB Network. Again, he gave out Corbin Burns as a Cy Young bet at 50-1 to 1 all the way back in March. It's down to Burns, down to Scherzer. How does he feel about that ticket today? We'll ask Matt Baskersian coming up next.
1: Follow the money on VSEN, the Sports
5: Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. They have you covered for the NFL season. Same game parlays in all NFL games. Reduce the juice promotion on game days. And the $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge. Thousands of dollars given away each week. Download the app or go to betrivers.com to bet in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com in Jersey, and you must be 21. The updated future odds at uh, Bet Rivers. Harper is 330 to win the MVP. Soto was moved ahead of Tatis for the second choice. Why is this his fault that they fell out of the race? Darvish stinks since June. They've had injuries. It's his fault. He's got better numbers than Harper. I don't get it. He's been hurt, too. He hit a game-winning home run in Friday's
2: game, the makeup game. I don't understand. Well, put it this way. I mean, if he's playing, like, 50% of what Soto was doing in the last month, it would have been his award. But he's not. He kind of fell on his face as well.
5: Uh, Robbie Ray, 225 to win the Cy Young. That should be higher. He should pitched, be higher, yeah. He pitched well Saturday. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cole got the win Friday. Gave up three runs in six innings. Okay. He, got, he was lit up against Cleveland the start before that.
2: By the way, I must add this. So, Otani's going to win the MVP. We all know this, right? And if they're not going to be a playoff team then you're going to be picking between, what, probably three non-playoff teams for the MVP in the National League?
5: Harper, yeah, the Phillies aren't making it.
2: Harper, Tati Soto? Right. How do you determine which guy actually was more valuable?
5: Yeah. Scherzer's sixty-five to win the Cy Young Burns plus 110.
2: I, it, I think Burns can still win it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to write him uh, off. Oh, one more start. One more opportunity. Here. Yep. I, I think he's scheduled to go. What did I see on Saturday, I think? If they, but do they want to actually pitch him on Saturday?
5: Is that when he's, that's what it would be. That's when I was looking at the schedule last yeah, night. He go, yeah, he goes Saturday because he won't play. Yeah, he won't
2: play till Friday. I can't get over this. And I, I, ho- I hope we get uh, Matty Ice on here in a minute. But because he called him back in March, this is he has a chance. Corbin Burns huh? has a chance to be the first pitcher in Major League Baseball history to lead the league in lowest walks per nine and... Highest Ks per nine, along with least home runs given up in the same season. I, that, that's, that doesn't count for
5: something? No. Scherzer's been has one bad start since uh, the trade. Yeah. I don't think he has a loss since late May. It's tough. I think It's you're a right. tough call, but I'd have to lean Scherzer. Uh, Atlanta is uh, almost $7 to win the division now. Mm. They start that huge series tonight. Philly's got to have this one. They have
2: nobody to blame but
5: themselves. No. Shutout on Sunday. Uh, Wheeler is going against Morton. Morton a small favorite. So there's this three game set. They have it lined up. I mean, they Morton, excuse me, Wheeler and Nola, but they're gonna. They have to obviously have to take two out of three. They're probably gonna have to sweep.
2: I cannot wait to see what the number is tomorrow with Nola on the mound. If the number makes sense, hmm. I will be on the Braves in the game, and I will certainly be on Braves. You know, team totals probably for the first five and maybe for the game as well.
5: How about the Yankees? I like the Yankees tonight plus money. using another one he has been bad. Huge series here with Toronto and the Yankees. It was supposed to be Kluber. Now it's Tyone. I guess they're mm-hmm. throwing Cole tomorrow. Uh, But six in a row now for the Yankees. And they get the broom out in Fenway. That was huge. And how about the Jeff Passant? This is possible. We could have a you know, three-way, four-way tie. He was quick to dismiss the... Uh, one of the ties. Could he happen. said there was a five-way tie that, that, that he okay, does really buy into. That would include the A's, if that, right? Yes, would. That was would. including the A's. Okay, yeah. that is crazy. So here's the but breakdown. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Seattle, Seattle only a game and a half back. They, only, they, can, they can run the
2: table here and win the last five. Mm-hmm. So here's the breakdown on possible ties um, in the American League for the wild card. If the Blue Jays take two out of three from the Yankees and sweep the O's, the Yankees take two out of three from the Rays, and the Red Sox win four of six against Baltimore and Washington, that's your three-way tie. And in case there's a three-way tie for two spots, the tiebreakers go like this. Club A hosts Club B in the first game, and the winner gets the first American League wildcard spot. The loser then travels to Club C for the second game, and the winner gets the second wildcard spot. And because they won their season series against both teams, the Red Sox get the first tiebreaker pick. Toronto beat New York, so it would choose second. They just, I mean... What could happen here after Sunday if this actually falls like that?
5: And then it's all, it's total bedlam? Well, the Yankees have Toronto and Tampa, okay? And the Red Sox close with Baltimore and Washington. Boston's got to get in there, right? And with Tor- Toronto a game
2: back and Seattle right there, too. All right. Uh, Matt Veskirchen joins the program now. Matt, good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. We appreciate it, pal. Uh, you, we were just talking about that, that Corbin Burns call that you made back in March at 50-1. to 1. I think it's still live. I mean, I don't know how the Brewers are going to approach this with the rotation down the stretch, but how are you feeling about his chances to win that award?
1: Oh, man. That, that's one of the uh, cloudier um, postseason award futures, I think. I, I think he's still alive, too. Uh, you know, there's this narrative that Woodruff's going to cannibalize his part of the vote because mm-hmm. there's another guy, same team. Uh, I don't know that I buy that. I, I, you know, Milwaukee doesn't really pull a whole lot of yes. Milwaukee doesn't pull a whole lot of national media eyes on it. And you know, Bueller, with the exception of a couple of clunks. Had a great year. I I don't know. I think he's still live but I wouldn't call him a favorite. That's for sure.
5: Put this in perspective. You've called many of his games, and and then what what Otani has done. I know I was watching you on Sunday Night Baseball, and you said a couple months ago if he retired, they'd still give him the award. I mean, that Sunday he goes out, he strikes out ten and gives up one run in seven innings pitched.
1: Oh man, it wasn't that one low hanging fruit, too. You knew that uh, because he changed his arsenal a little bit during the season and put his splitter away, didn't throw a split-finger fastball as much. That's his strikeout pitch. So his strikeout numbers came down. So those, those markets for Otani strikeouts uh, hovering at around between 5.5 and, and 6.5, and you knew he was going to have a big strikeout game in his final start of the year just to seal up that resume for MVP. And lo and behold, he strikes out 10. Um, that was a gift, by the way, for, for those that were interested. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, the, the Otani MVP discussion actually pisses me off yeah. because yep. you've got people out there that are trying to be uh, counter to the narrative, and they're trying to make cases for really good years. Black uh, Guerrero Jr. has had an outstanding year. In another season, you could probably talk about Devers potentially being an MVP candidate. Judge has had the best year he's had since his record-setting rookie campaign. So there's other guys on the landscape. But to think that anybody has done anything remotely close to what Shohei Ohtani has accomplished this year is, is ridiculous. And a few of my colleagues on the MLB Network yesterday had a ludicrous discussion that they were kicking around talking about how Ohtani's not the MVP. You've got to be kidding me. When you have to go back to 1919, Babe Ruth, to find a a season even close to what he's accomplished. That should tell you something. It's not generational. It's multi-generational what he's doing. We might not ever see this again Mm
6: -hmm.
1: from him even, by the way, because you know, you hope he's going to be able to pull this off in the future. That one's a slam dunk, man. The rest of them are cloudy and, and there are multiple arguments to be made across the board for various players, but that one for me is a lock.
2: Uh, squeaky bum time for the Dodgers if they get the wild card and have to go against Wainwright?
1: Possibly because, you know, gosh, I mean, St. Louis just won't lose. But I I just don't see how you lose with Scherzer either in a postseason game. And as good as Wainwright's been, as good as the Cardinals have been, and I know that I I heard your, uh, I think, you know what, I don't know who you were talking to at one point last week. You guys had a guest on that was talking about being all over the dog in that if it was uh, L.A. and St. Louis, which I understand because the number's going to be big, uh, but I, st- I still would have a hard time thinking the Dodgers wouldn't advance through there. I really do. Scherzer, and then you, c- you come at, 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 if Scherzer falters, which he won't, you could uh, line up a variety of starters. Don't worry about the five-game division series. You win that night, and then you figure it out. The mm-hmm. Dodgers have the kind of depth that will allow them to do that.
2: All right, pal. We're a little bit short on time today, but we thank you uh, for coming on for a few minutes.
1: Yeah, sorry, I missed you guys earlier. I, you know, I have such chaos in my house in the morning. It's just, it's palatable, and I, the ringer's off. The kids are screaming. <laughs> We're dogs crazy. took a dump in the basement again. I mean, you name it.
2: <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Understood. Thank you. Have a good week. Okay. All right, boys. Yeah, be good. There you go. Okay. Mad <laughs> that.
5: Was good at the end. Very relatable. <laughs> That's they're, they're tough. That's a bad beat. Yeah, yeah. It's been with the
2: he's talking about that last year during the pandemic. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. I, I got to go. Buy, I'm shopping for wine online. I got to go downstairs and my uh, man <laughs> cave by myself. Have a couple of drinks. Good. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So follow the money here on Vsin the sports betting network. You you can always get in touch with the show. By the way, the email is ftm at veasan It's ftm for Follow the Money at vsin.com dot com. Up next, sports better and NFL analyst Adam Chernoff. We'll join the show coming up. Um, his picks have been on fire. Ooh. We'll ask him a couple of questions about power ratings. Has he moved the Chiefs number? Has it stayed the same? And uh, he's got a bunch of bets already. This week in the NFL, we'll find out who he likes coming up next.